Welcome everybody to this edition of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. I'm here with Patrick. Are you now? How? <laughs> I thought threw me. You say that every day at the store, but that threw me there for some reason. Patrick is an employee of the Ultimate Deck Shop. He works in the warehouse slash yard, keeping things organized and looking pretty back there, right? That's how it looks right now. I, I try, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work back there. It's a big job. Um... We're here with Patrick because everybody else left me and I've got nobody else to ask to do this podcast. And Patrick's like, I like talking to people. Mm, wrong. Oh, sorry. Okay. Continue. Sorry. He just, he had to say, he had to say yes because I asked him. Today we're talking about uh, fastening systems, primarily for composite slash composite decking. Um, obviously some of these work with other types of decking as well, like wood decking or whatever, but we're kind of focused on the types of fasteners you might come across when you're buying your brand new Trex or TimberTech or fiber on deck or decorators, Wolf or decorators or clubhouse or whatever. We've got a lot of options here at the ultimate deck shop. So, um, you want to just get into this or what? Let's give her, you know what? I hope people notice right now. I hope right now people are sitting back and going, damn, that podcast sounds good now. Because we spent <laughs> we spent a lot of money on some better quality mics and some equipment to make this podcast sound just a little better. So uh, they're probably wondering what kind of energy drinks you're drinking during the day. Rockstar grape flavor, killer grape. Yeah, had to change it up from Beaver Buzz, eh? Yes, get Beaver little... Buzzes get me. Yeah, our American friends <laughs> would love a Beaver Buzz. I bet. Uh, okay, so let's get into this. Uh, first and foremost, I kind of, how did I do this? I laid this out kind of like low cost options up front, but not completely in cost order. Maybe more so in like how common they are until the last one. And then it's not as common, but it's the most expensive. So I put it at the bottom. So it's kind of like categorically organized in two different ways, which makes zero sense to anybody. Yeah. There's not really any kind of organization to it. Yeah. You can't really describe that. Maybe the first so and the last, but that's just, what it Let's just colored screws. <laughs> that's stop wasting time. It's two minutes in colored screws are the, I guess the most basic way to do a composite deck to screw it down. Nobody wants to do this in Canada. This is a thing people do in the States. Well, they're used pretty much on any deck anyway, because you got to you usually use them for fascia, you use them for your stairs. 100%. Typically, you're going right? to see them on a deck. You're just probably just not going to screw down the entire deck with them. Absolutely That's not. Not <laughs> common here, but other markets, they do this. I've yep. seen this. The crazy guys down south sometimes will screw down an entire deck with color match screws. So not a common thing to do here. Uh, there's a variety of brands that offer this kind of product. And so what we're referring to is something like a Fasten Master Trapeze 3 screw. And so it's a, you know, two thirds of the screw is a regular forward cutting thread with a cutter on the bottom. So it kind of, you know, starts nice into the board, drives its way down. Two thirds of the way down, the, the threads actually reverse so that the material starts getting pulled down instead of out and it cleans out the hole and so that the head of the screw can finish with a nice flat, perfect little finish, as opposed to mushrooming up the material like uh, like a regular deck screw would into a composite deck board. Yeah. So the days of driving a regular deck screw and then pounding it flush with your hammer <laughs> and saying, patting yourself on the back and be like, looks good. You could hardly even see it. Did great. Looks good. You guys. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it never actually looked good. So, but that was the trick, right? So these screws are amazing. You don't even need to pre-drill them. Asterix, I'll put beside that. You don't have to pre-drill them. I always found that in composite decking, it worked. They still worked a little bit better if you do pre-drill them. PVC, you for sure don't have to, but uh, unless it's cold, unless, yeah, unless it's cold, then you might want to give it a little that. start. Make sure it doesn't kind of crack. The we get quite cap. cold down here. Up here, we're up. We're on top. Here. We're America's hat. Yeah, but we're flat land. There's no mountains True. here. Down here. 
<laughs> you're from BC, so down it depends here on, how on the flat ground. Yeah. So colored screws are a great option for your picture frame borders, your stairs. If that tech, the board you're using doesn't have the option of using something better, which we'll talk about in a second. The next up on the docket is camo screws. And so I'm referring specifically to the camo marksman pro jigs and the screws. Camo has a variety of products on the market now that would fall into other categories. But what I'm talking about here is the, the little jig you can find at almost any box store, any lumberyard. Um, very popular to use a cedar. Uh, it is a jig that kind of grips both sides of the board, has two little angled shoots that you drop your screws into. Uh, your screws come with a bit that have a depth setter on them so you don't overdrive anything. You drive those screws down, they set to the perfect depth on the side of the board so you don't see them on top. So it's a really nice finish. Um, it is a little bit visible on the side of the board, especially if you use the 1 16th inch gap tool. There's two versions of it. There's also a 3 16th inch gap um, tool that gets the screw a little bit lower. And all, the only difference is how big of a gap between the boards it's leaving. And if you're doing, like I would recommend if you're using it on a PVC or a composite deck, then you probably use the 3 16th. But if you're using it on like pressure cheated, for example, that has a high moisture content and it's going to shrink, then mm -hmm. do the 1 16th because after that shrinks, you'll be left with a nice gap. Yeah. You don't want to start with 3 16ths and end up with a half inch once it dries. Right. So that's kind of the purpose of those two things. They've also got a narrow board gun. So if you're using a five quarter by five cedar or a narrower profile board, then you can use the, the narrow board gun. Yep. Pretty handy. Something for everybody. <laughs> to yeah. suit your taste. Yeah. Camo's also got the stand-up tool, like the drill with extension, um, so you can walk around and drive screws standing up, much to like similar to a PAM gun, PAM fast gun, or a Simpson quick drive, but it's for the camo screws on a collated strip, so that's that's okay, too. Yeah. The nice thing about the other option is those little jigs, the little camo marksman tools are fairly inexpensive. Like, they're like yep. 50 bucks Canadian, so probably like $35, $40 American. So you could throw five or six of these in the trailer and your whole, your whole crew could have a jig and screw off a, you know, a large deck at no time with everybody with their own jig. Yeah, so it'll pay for yourself when you're running a couple at once. That's right. The nice thing about both these options we've talked about is that you're getting a positive connection down to the joist too. You're actually screwing the material to the joist, which isn't the case with some of the fasteners that we're going to talk about in a minute. But so far we're, we have all screwed down connections, which just adds strength to the deck limits the amount of racking or shifting or shaking it'll do by having that screwed down connection much this much similar to like screwing up drywall on a on a wall how that how that sturdies everything up and adds strength that way as well the next one is a bit of a variation on the colored screws we talked about before and it's the probably i'm going to say the most popular fastener mm. I said that like i was really excited about uh, it oh come on i don't know me sorry i think yeah, a little bit more down your list. There's a more depends, popular one. Depends on what you categorize as most popular. Most popular for sales, for sure, this is not it. We would sell more of the other one in the store. Most popular by like the one that people think is the coolest is what I kind of meant. This is yeah. the one that th people think is the coolest. So what a Cortex plug is, is it's a basically one of those composite screws with the reverse threads on it. Um, the box will also come with some depth setting bits and you get a package of plugs that was cut from the same material of the deck that you're installing. And so... Yeah, and they're tapered. So they actually fit in there snug and then you just pound them flat with a flat face hammer and yeah. away you go. Yeah, they're super slick. You, I know in our showroom we have a lot of Cortex plugs on the displays and sometimes you show people like, 
you know, on your deck, did you want to use color match screws for your border and stairs or do you want to use Cortex plugs? Oh, what does that look like? And you take them to show them one of the Cortex plugs decks and you literally have to get on your hands and knees to mm. find these things. There's a couple that were left out. Let's just say they were left out on purpose. Yeah, not for lack of time or care. <laughs> anyway, so this is so these are awesome. Like if you're going to do a, a Trex Island Mist deck, you'd buy a box of Island Mist plugs with the screws and the, and the, the drill bits. You drive your screw down to full depth. The bit stops you from overdriving. You get out your OCD and your plugs and your hammer, and you line up the plugs to make sure the grains all match. Tap me with a hammer. Poof, screw's gone. They work better with some products than others. Like I find that they yep. seat down really nice on some PVC decks to the point that you can't, like you can't hardly see them yourself, and you know it's there. On some of the composite decks, it seems like they just don't sit down quite as flat, but it's still a nicer finish than. A color screw would be well some of them have like a wider uh some of the deck boards they have like a wider um like kind of depth in like the the pattern that they mold into the board right like fibron for example yeah the embossing deep, is deeper yeah yeah whereas like you have something like wolf where it's pretty generic across the top and like those ones line up pretty good just make sure you have it all running the same way yeah exactly so these things are awesome like they're not available for every board but they're pretty close like all the big brands have them available um the only time they're not available is on scalloped boards for yep. the most part. So your timber check terrain line, you can't get them for terrain or edge because they're scalloped. You can't get them for um, Trex Enhanced, the new Enhanced, because that's scalloped. Uh, you can't currently get them for Fibron Good Life, but we've heard that that's going to change, that Fibron Good Life will get Cortex plugs because their scalloping is pretty shallow. It's yeah, not it's quite shallow. There's still quite a bit of meat there, so I think yeah. they could work with that. So that would be a huge boost in their favor. Like that line of fiber on good life is already a really so good popular, one. Yeah. And if you add in the fact that you can still use Cortex plugs with those two, winning. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Fastmaster is not the only ones. They were just the first ones. So like I'm a fan of Cortex. They're kind of the Kleenex of the fat of the plug industry. We call them Cortex all the time. You want to Cortex your deck? Yeah. They come with a good like generic size, I find. Some of yeah. the other ones, they come with like a couple of different options, which are kind of handy sometimes, but then you run into the odd time where they're like right in between them and you're like, well, do you get five boxes of small ones or do you get the big box and have like way too much? Yeah, the package sizes package sizes can be a little bit tricky sometimes because uh, they're not cheap. Like these are, you know, probably about, I would say, two to three times the cost of just doing a uh, color match screw. Yeah. Um, worth it all day long in my opinion yep. but uh it does become tricky if you need you know boxes of 100 linear feet and you need like 15 more plugs and then you go back to the store and it's like oh i need to buy <laughs> another 224 plugs perfect um so that's not ideal but to your point some of the other brands like the pro plug system from starborn they have smaller packs bigger packs count. yeah so you can kind of play with it a little bit simpson is now releasing their own plug system as well same thing three different brands um some times your brand is only available in one screw brand like yep. your brand of decking might have a, an agreement with pro plug or just with cortex so you have to choose that system but they're all so similar that it doesn't really matter just whatever's available that's great just give her just give her next up is the arguably the most popular category as you're uh, referencing is the vinyl biscuit this is and this is driven by trex for the most part because trex is big on these vinyl biscuits and they're the number one brand in decking they sell more decking than anybody else uh maintenance free decking i should say and so what these are there's a variety of them out there right trex has got their hideaway clips it's a vinyl plastic 
kind of biscuit style clip with a stainless steel screw that's preloaded into it. So that's super nice because you're not fumbling with screws. Yep. It's already preloaded. Fibron, Fibron released a new um, clip this year, excuse me, last year, that is the same thing, yep. essentially. But they, in my opinion- I think opinion, the gap's a little bit wider, isn't it? A little bit narrower. So in oh, my right. opinion, the, I like the Fibron's a little bit more in all the other brands except for Fibron. Yeah, just a bit too snug. Just a little bit too snug in the Fibron, <laughs> ironically. But I, the reason I like them a little bit more is that the Trex clips are good. They leave a quarter inch space because that's what Trex requires for their warranty. Mm-hmm. So the gap's a little bit big for my liking, but it is what it is. If you're going to use, bottom line, if you're going to do Trex, then use those. Yeah. Like for warranty reasons. Yep. Um, but it's a quarter inch gap versus the Fibron Phantoms are a 3 16th inch gap, which I think is a sweet spot. That's like big enough to let most things fall through, but it still looks nice and tight. You don't see below the deck a whole bunch at that spacing. Um, another thing I like is that the clip itself is an inch and a half wide. So it actually covers the entire joist. So it kind yeah. of blocks out the joist, which hides the wood a little bit, which I think is kind of a nice little side benefit. Yeah. Um, the Trex ones are what? Inch inch wide, inch and a quarter or something like that. So they don't cover the whole joist. They're an odd shape quite. too, but I find that them being a little bit looser is kind of handy too, because it's nice being able to slide them around when they're in there. 100%. Uh, one time we had the Fibron clip in a board in the showroom, a little sample board, and it stayed in there for about a month because we're all too lazy. nobody could get it out. Yeah, we're all too lazy to grab it. It was like the sword in the, the stone. It. it was like, who can pull this out? Who is the one? Yeah, you get Saturday off. Hmm. No, I would never give that. Um, fine then. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the other thing I like about the Fibron one is it's a Torx head, and I just prefer mm-hmm. Torx head versus the Robert, the number one Robertson of the Trex yeah, clip. That's fair. But at the end of the day, they both do the same thing. The, I like the snugness of the Fibron clip, but it is a little bit more of a pain in the ass to work with because it's so snug. Like sometimes you actually have to physically tap those in with a hammer into a Fibron groove. Whereas the Trex clips, you just hold it in place and screw it. And especially if you need to sneak a board out down the road. That's where it would become a big pain in the butt. Yep. So yeah, the Trex clips are nice because you can loosen them off. You can slide them out if you have to replace a board. Yeah, just You're not a sliding the Fibron clips out. Yeah. I thought that Fibron had told us that they, in this year's version of the product, they had changed it a little bit so it, so it sat a little bit more loose, yeah. but I haven't found a box yet that's actually I've doing been tested. <laughs> so but, yeah. I don't know when that stock's going to start coming in, but it hasn't yet. Probably still old stock from last year. Yeah. There's other clips here, like the ebb tie clip from Simpson. Same thing. Vinyl biscuits, stainless steel screw. There's more. There's lots of them out there. Yeah. And I referenced before that Camo had some other products. Camo now has a biscuit style clip. Um, it is a, it's kind of cool, actually. It seemed like a huge gimmick at first, but I don't think it's so gimmicky anymore. Like at all the shows, I thought this is for sure gimmicky and this is nonsense. And then everybody that you talk to that's tried it is loving it. And I, I actually tried it at, um, I think at IBS as well. And I, I was impressed. It was super cool. I thought it was gimmicky, but anyways, so what it is, it's a clip. It's called the camo edge clip and it's a stainless steel screw in a stainless steel clip. The clip itself is really small, but it's got a little horse, a plastic horseshoe attachment that grips the side of the joist. And so you wouldn't be able to take a Trex clip and put it into the groove and walk away because it would fall out. Yeah. But that little horseshoe piece of plastic grabs the side of the joist. So you can place your clip, walk away, place the next clip, place the next clip all the way down your joist, push the next board on, place the clip, place the clip, place the clip, push the next board on. You could do the whole deck like this, mm-hmm. clamp it at the end and go back and they've got a, they've got a little tool either a wa- like a standing walk-up drill or a little attachment for any drill that 
automatically aligns your your driver bit with the screw head because it's like a bell shaped thing that slides over the screw and like aligns your thing. And then you just walk around and you drive the screws down. Drywall screw style. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. So similar to a quick drive or a pan fast, whatever. So you just, you push the whole deck together, the clips grab the joist, they don't follow it anywhere for your 45 degree angles or if you're over top a piece of blocking and you can't get the horseshoe to grip the, they've got an X clip, like a X shaped one that, that, um, it's kind of like a butterfly looking thing. You squeeze them and they go into the groove and then they expand and they, so they hold okay. themselves in the groove for those. And then you walk around and you just drive these screws on and it's like, it's actually pretty slick. That is pretty. So it's neat. Um, if you have a chance to try it, try it. We haven't brought them into the store yet, but that's only because our distributors haven't brought them in yet. And we're kind of telling them like, get on this. I think these are pretty cool. They're a little bit more money than a Trex clip, whatever, but yep. if they can speed things up for you as a contractor, might as well then spend less time, you know, pass that cost on. So that'd be good. Um, the next style of clip we're going to talk about is a stainless steel. I'm going to call it a stainless steel biscuit. It's similar to what we're talking about with these vinyl biscuits, but we're, these are more like and the, probably the most common one to me would be like the tiger claw TCG clips. They are a hundred percent stainless steel. They're all coated black. So you don't see them, they're not shiny or anything, but a little more robust. Yeah, they're not they're not gonna break or snap like a plastic one could. Not that I've seen that a bunch, but it yeah. could. Um, and so the nice thing about the tire claw uh, clips is that they actually have little teeth on them that bite the board too, so they they grip the board a little bit better. Because the problem with some of these clips is that they don't grip the board a whole bunch. So if the lumber dries or things loosen up a little bit, those boards could start sliding around a little bit. Um, they're less likely to do so with the little teeth on the tire claw that grabs the board. They fit better with some brands of decking than others. Um, some They've got some private label stuff, like Trex does a private label version of this that fits their board a little bit better than the generic one. TimberTech does the same thing. Uh, and these are available in both hand-driven bags. So you can just buy a bag of clips and a bag of screws, place the clip in, drive the screw at an angle, and it pulls the board in nice and tight. Um, works great. But where this value really is in this is the pneumatic gun system. Mm-hmm. So you could, this is more of a contractor tool, but you can you can buy, actually you can get it for free. If you buy two buckets of clips, you get the gun for free. So it's a hell of a deal. Yep. Um, if anybody's looking for that deal, let me know. Cause we sell them at the store and I'd be happy to ship them anywhere. But the gun is like $500 and you get it for free. If you just buy two, like a thousand square feet worth of clips, like you're crazy not to just buy the two buckets. Um, but anyways, now you're talking a collated strip of screws or scrails as they call them. Cause they're they're They can drive back out like a screw, but they drive like a nail. Um, and a bucket of clips and you can shoot these things in off your air compressor. Mm-hmm. So once you get a hang of the gun, you know, a guy who's done a deck with him before gets kind of a feel for it and gets in a groove. <laughs> that was a great pun. Gets in a groove. <laughs> Come on, Pat. Usually you're all over these kinds of things. You're tired. A little bit. If a guy gets in a groove, he can really start flying with these things and shoot down like a couple hundred square feet in an hour of with these TCG clips. The only drawback to these things, there's a couple. One, they shoot the, clip, the screw in at an angle. So as soon as your next board goes on, you can't get the screw to back it out anymore. So we were talking before about the ability to back out a screw and slide those Trex clips around to yeah, replace the board. Slide board out or something. Can't do that with the TCGs. You have to cut that board out and then put the new board in with camo or Cortex or something, right? Um, the other problem, slight problem with them is that 
they do a great job of driving the board forward and getting it tight to the board before, like tightening it up to the spacer because it's yep. shooting at an angle. But they're not great at pulling the board down. So sometimes I find, if you've ever done a few composite decks, you'll notice at the end of the board, sometimes they can kind of like lift a little bit. They kind of warped up a little bit. Fly and a little. Yeah, no problem. Fly if your wings. Exactly. They're trying to take off. No. no problem if you're screwing them down. They'll pull down. They're flexible enough to pull down. But with yep. the tire claw, they don't always pull down. So you have yep. to be wary of that. As an improvement to the tire, so tire claws made by Fastmaster as well. You'll notice that Fastmaster pays a lot of attention to contractors and the decking industry. They do great things. Yep. So they were aware of like, what don't people like about the tire claw gun? Well, you can't back out the screws. That's kind of unfortunate. They don't do a great job of pulling the board straight down. That's kind of unfortunate. And you've got to walk around with a handful of clips. The screws are collated, great, but the clips, you're loading one at a time, kind of a pain in the butt. So what do they do? They listen to their contractors and they fix all three problems and they release something called fusion lock. Take the white out over fusion lock, call it five shot now because it didn't mm. work out real well the first time. Mm. So they released this new gun. It used to be called fusion lock. It was supposed to have uh, collated strips of the clips as well. Five at a time. You could load 15 in the gun at one time in the magazine and, co- and a coil of screws. I think there's 250 or 200 screws on a coil and so you're not reloading very often. And with 15 shots, you could put down a 20-foot board without reloading. So that's mm-hmm. so that was, that's awesome. Gun was a little bit heavy, a little bit cumbersome. Didn't work with a dam for anybody that tried it. <laughs> when it first was released, the first couple of years, it was a bit rough. That did not work that great. Uh, the concept was amazing. The execution was poor. Uh, they've improved the gun over time. And from what I hear, it's much better now, but they solved all three problems. You'd shoot the clip straight down. They would still bite the board with teeth. Um, you could back them on if you had to. They, the strips, uh, sorry, the clips themselves are also collated. Uh, the new version of the gun is called a five shot and you can only load five clips at a time. So not as cool, but still better than loading them one at a time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, pretty cool product. All stainless steel again. So there are, and it's a pneumatic nailer too. So it's, it's like, it's an improvement on the tire claw gun. The other options here, like a Mantis clip, um, from the eliminator gun or like, there's all sorts of different, such a great name. What Mantis or eliminator? The eliminator. That's my nickname actually. Uh, not so much. (laughs) Um, so yeah, there's a variety of stainless nomadically driven options out there. Those are kind of the most popular ones. Yep. The last one we're going to talk about here is called Hidfast. And so if you've never seen a Hidfast gun, um, don't worry if you have any experience with a hardwood flooring nailer. It's just that for decking. And so it's a stand-up tool with a mallet that you literally use yeah. just like hardwood flooring nailer. Mallet and button. Yeah. Pull the trigger, hit it. Pull the yep. trigger, hit it. Yep. Um, it shoots a stainless steel cleat at an angle through your deck board and it leaves both a spacer and a protruding spike for the next board to get pounded onto. Yep. And you can get different spacer uh, widths. So eighth yep. inch through 16th, whatever you want. Um, and then you simply pound the next board onto that protruding spike with the mallet and then you do it again. Yep. All so. comes in the kit too. So you don't really need any extra tools or anything at all. Yeah, quite it's, handy. It's pretty slick. The one drawback again is that you can't back them out if you need to, whatever. But um, but it's fast and it keeps you up off your knees. Yeah. So anything that can do that. They've also got their um, forgive me, I can't remember the name of it right now, 
but the gun that you would need to be on your knees, but it'll actually flip and shoot cleats down on both sides of the board. So you don't have to mm -hmm. pound this, you know, onto the spike. So it kind of like it swivels over to the other side of the board and shoots a clip that way too. It's kind of neat, but the main one people are using is the, the flooring nailer style one. And uh, it's pricey though. It's the gun itself is pricey and the clips are pricey. So it is probably, I would say, arguably the fastest way to put the deck down of all the options we've talked about. Yep. Um, but it is the most expensive as well. Yeah, so. if you're if you're using that on a deck where you'd normally have to use uh, camo, costs a bit more, but at the same time goes in quite a bit faster. Yeah, it would probably be about five times more than camo screws, though. Just about yeah. like in Canadian dollars, uh, camo screws are going to run you about forty cents a square foot, and those hit faster, close to two bucks a square foot. Tire claw would be around a dollar twenty-five. Uh, Trex clips would be around eighty cents. So that's kind of the spread of all those things. Um, some of these we mentioned are usable with other types of decking. So for example, the camo tool, they say they can, you can use that with just about anything. Yep. PVC decking, composite decking, softwoods, hardwoods, yep. anything. And they have pre-drill bits for them all too, just so you don't have to worry about splitting too. Yeah. Cause on, cause the, the ends on these screws are blunt and yep. to prevent cracking. And so for hardwoods and stuff, you do want to pre-drill it, but they yep. have pre-drill bits that make sure you don't drill too far. They have yep. a depth setter on them. Um, so you could use those for anything. Another system that's similar to camel we didn't talk about was Craig jig. So Craig, mm -hmm. the famous jig company, also makes a decking jig that works very similar to the camo. It's got a jig that drills through the side of the board. Same kind of idea. Um, some of the stainless biscuits or even vinyl biscuits have options for hardwoods. So for, for example, ePay, you can actually get ePay in a grooved profile. Yep. And there's things, there's products out there like ePay Clip or ePay Clip Extreme or, you know, different companies have different ones that'll work with hardwood. And typically because ePay has a tendency to want to do what it wants to do. It'll cup or move a bit with humidity. Um, moody teenager. A bit of a moody teenager of the wood world. Uh, these vinyl biscuits typically have a stainless steel insert in them to add strength for that purpose. So um, designed that way. The HidFast, they also claim you can use that with any solid edge PVC, not grooved. Yep. Grooved composites. I think it's because of a density issue. So you can fire it into a grooved composite. It's too dense to fire into a solid edge. Yep. Um, into grooved hardwoods, I think it is. And into softwoods, I think they will allow that to happen. Like, I I'd like that, to test that out ourselves though. Right. Yeah. It's pretty dense to be firing through like some bamboo. hardwoods, but turn up your That'd compressor and one. fire away, Just I guess. pounder home. Yeah. Um, also, so, um, there, we have Cortex for the hardwoods as well, too. So like bamboo, we carry some of that stuff. That's kind of a neat one, too, having that option. Good point. I didn't talk about that. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah. Because if you are going to do... So the problem, like down in the States where people are used to screwing off decks, not screwing on <laughs> decks. <laughs> well, where's my button for wah, wah? Oh, we have an applause instead. That'll work just as well. Close enough. But what we, what we, uh, rim shot, rim shot. I should, there we go. So <laughs> what this, so down in the States, it's not that uncommon for somebody to screw down an entire ePay hardwood deck with like number 10 stainless screw heads. And people yeah. are fine with that seeing the screws most of the time up here, because everybody's so used to, uh, plugging or using clips or something on composite that when they spend the money on hardwood too, which is also a premium 
decking experience. Yeah. They believe that you also shouldn't see screws on that, just like yeah. you don't on your comp- composite. So then they're like, no, oh, I want to do this grooved. I want to do this camoed. I want to do this whatever, right? And well, so throwing the plug down, system's good for that. Yeah, throwing down bamboo, you can use, like, typically you'll use the tiger claw clips for it. But then what happens when you get to where you can't fit a little tiger claw clip in there, right? You kind of need something else in there. That's yep. where those plugs come in. And yeah, super handy. Yeah. Again, those stairs, those picture frames. Yeah. And the bamboo plugs, like, and they make them for different ones, but Pro, Pro Plug Pro makes plug, them. Yep. Um, they're cut from from the bam the engineer bamboo or from the epay yeah and they're beveled and or tapered whatever you want to call it and they're they come with like you get a glue kit and everything like those ones you have to glue in the composite ones you don't have to glue they're just pressure fit yeah and they come mm, i don't know if the kits come with it but you can buy a kit that has the setter bit and it comes with a pre-drill bit as well so you don't again you don't worry about splitting your hardware yes yeah you do have to pre-drill that stuff it's so, pretty yeah and it has stuff. it has a like a chew out bit too so it actually chews out for um for the plug itself yeah okay so. speaking of chew out bits it's 5 30 and my wife's gonna be really mad that i'm not home yet yeah i'll get a chew out bit tonight hey siri disappoint my family thankfully she doesn't listen to this podcast so <laughs> <laughs> so Anything to add, Pat? I think we kind of got through most of the most common fasteners here. Of course, there's some options that we didn't mention because there's just so many out there that... Yeah, there's still there's still some other ones that, uh, like some companies still make some, uh, like the trim tops. They're not sure. quite, they don't have the reverse threads on them yep. really, but they work a lot better than just like a regular wood screw that would just mushroom out your hole. But there, there, are, <laughs> there are tons out there, but... Mushroom out your hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the trim tops, though, have a nice trim size head on them they're a smaller head yeah. in the screw so they do a little bit job a little bit better job of being concealed yeah. well they're also shorter so they work really good for fascia yeah especially pvc fascia where yeah, you don't have to worry about the mushrooms right yeah or five eight sorry another one we didn't mention was the um what's it called from starborn the oh the fascia he- the head coat uh, <sighs> not the head coats, screws, no, no. Uh, oh boy the name's escaping right now they're a fascia screw and so i think think timber tech calls their version of a top lock or whatever it is but anyways they're they're they come with a bit that kind of hollows out a hole a little bit bigger than the screw itself to allow the material to expand and contract for fascia because a common common problem with fascia boards is that oil canning and wrinkling whatever in the sun right these screws allow the board to move around a little bit they're a little bit gaudy looking like they're they're (laughs) color matched but they're the size of a damn dime so they're just not the cleanest way to do it, but might as well do carriage bolts. <laughs> might as well do carriage bolts. Yes. They're basically painted carriage yeah, bolts. It's yeah, it's riveted on there. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> so there's that option out there too. Um, yeah, there's tons of options. If there's ones that we've missed that are common that you guys are wondering, like, when were they going to talk about my fastener option? Shoot us a message at the Ultimate Deck Shop on Instagram, and uh, we'll redo this podcast and include those. Nope, not. But we'll maybe discuss it on the on the post and, and sure. uh, right. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that we're in a brand new studio here with some better mics. You're still using a loaner mic over there because, damn it, some of this road stuff is hard to get in Canada. This is an Australian brand of stuff. Also, I'm unimportant. So yeah, you have the little tiny. You're using your phone mic. Yeah. I'm wearing last year's or no, two years ago. You just get the hand-me-down stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're waiting on some of the mics, but we've got this studio built now. I'm excited to be in here using this. I think it's fun. This I, We're not taking full advantage of it yet. There's still some final touches to happen in here. we got some learning to do, but I hope that this episode of the podcast 
has a little bit better quality audio. It's going to yeah. take me a little bit less time to edit and fuss with. Yeah. And so I hope this is a better experience for everybody. Yeah. Sounds great in here. You can't even hear the birds in our little duct outside the room. Yeah. You spend That's how many great. thousands of dollars getting this whole room put together <laughs> and birds decide to live in the ducting above the. They've been <laughs> there for a while, right? They yeah. might've been here longer than we have. So probably I the problem is that they've put babies up there now. I have no problem going out there and be like, kind of move the nest, get them out of there. But the kids grew up here. <laughs> this is the way to the kids. Yeah. From the block. Okay, everybody, that's the end of this episode of the Ultimate Deck Podcast. I can't wait for next week. I'm excited for what we're going to put on next week. So tune in then. Until next time, thanks for watching. And make sure you get subscribed to our YouTube channel as well. The Ultimate Deck Show is a show that we do on YouTube that's obviously decking focused, but it's uh, meant to be entertaining as well. And we're going to get back into shooting that now that we have our studio up and running. So make sure you go to YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash the ultimate deck shop and subscribe. And until next week, peace. Take care out there. <laughs>